everybody, welcome back to another episode of the River Blast Podcast. I'm Noah Hiles. And I am Alex Stone. And Alex, we have real baseball in less than 48 hours. Thank God. Well, we actually, I, I couldn't take it anymore. We actually already had real baseball like a week ago. Uh, mm-hmm. but w- did you get up to watch that? No. No? Because it wasn't shown. It was on ESPN. Why would it be on ESPN, but not... Ah, oh, I checked MLB I, Network. I woke I up... I checked MLB Network, saw it wasn't there, and it's like, oh, okay, I guess it's just not broadcast. No, I woke up at 9 a.m., and I, I caught, like, the eighth inning until the uh, end. Like, I was, like... Because I was getting... I had a whole bunch of people over from March Madness, so um, I wanted to, like, get the apartment ready and everything, and uh, watched... Uh, I mean, Ichiro was already yeah. atti- retired by then. But you just missed it. Just missed it. Just oh. missed it. So, but I did watch some baseball. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, real quick? Uh, I mean, good for Ichiro. I mean, it was obviously just a long ploy to let Ichiro retire in Japan as a major leaguer. Mm-hmm. But which is thoughts cool. thoughts about opening up in Japan? <sighs> I wish it would have been closer to the regular season. Yeah, I wish it would have been like. But I know you Monday. can't do that. You can't take the guys. Get them acclimated to Japan and then bring them back here. It, they shouldn't have been regulation games. No. But I do like that it, throughout Ichiro's career, everyone said, you know, he was a flashback to a player 100 years ago. And in true 100 year ago fashion, whenever you check out his baseball reference page, you know, years from now, there's going to be like these two really weird years at the end of his career where he barely got any plate appearances. Like, oh, but he did actually play for a little bit. Yeah. That year. That is true. I mean, he's, uh, I was discussing this with my dad. Is he the best left-handed hitter of our lifetime? No. People under 30? It's Bonds, right? It's Bonds and then Griffey. I would see, if you're going natural hitting, Griffey has the home run swing, but if you're going natural hitter, I'd take a Chiro over Griffey. Really? Yeah. And I know that like you're rolling your eyes at that, but I just think I, mean, I just think Griffey as an all-around player is significantly better. But Achiro, just when it comes to squaring up a baseball and not hitting it out of the park, but just putting the baseball where people are not, yeah, is the top five hitter of all time in my eyes. Like Pete Rose. Yeah, I was gonna say you're going Pete Rose, and then you're gonna go back to like the Wee Wheelie Keelers and Ty Cobb type. I, I mean, like. Yeah, but who were they facing? Is like I, I would yeah. say like Pete Rose, probably like I don't know uh, Bonds, Ichiro, like those guys. They're all in the same class. Maybe Clemente. I mean those guys. So he, he didn't strike out. There's a lot to be said for like putting ball, in, you know, bat to ball. Yep. My dad pulled this up. He checked his splits. He had like a 1,200 OPS in his career whenever he punted. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so, how do you get a 1,200 OPS on Bunts? How do you find that stat? Yeah, baseball reference. There you go. All right, so gotcha. enough about Ichiro and uh, OPS on Bunts. Let's talk about the Pirates. Yes. So we're coming into 2019, and we've got the two most electric guys from September 2018. What is this? Did you have keep, keep keep talking. I had this queued up. All right. So you really threw me off. Pablo Reyes and Nick Birdie. This is more for Pablo Reyes than it is for Nick. Why wouldn't you just play the life of Pablo? Because. Okay. 
Anyway. <laughs> so Pablo Reyes and Nick Birdie, the two most electric players in the month of September in recent Pirates history. Nick Birdie, not really. He just threw really fast, and people were like, yes. ooh, that could be cool. Yes. Uh, and then Pablo Reyes plays ass off, and he had an incredible spring. Yeah. He had I mean, led the team in hits. 16 hits, and uh, he earned himself a spot on the roster. Good for him. Yeah, that September, the Pirates were like, we're going to give you this big chunk of playing time and now make something of it. And he did. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who, I mean, we're obviously big fans of him, but if you look at him, he doesn't have as much God-given talent as a lot of other players <laughs> on this roster, but he works his ass off, and he hasn't missed whatever he's been given you a shot. You wouldn't know Pablo Reyes if he rode the tee with you and sat next to no. you. The whole time. I mean, you would not know him from, you know, a a, a guy with a nine to five job downtown. I mean, he 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 is an average Joe Schmo looking guy, but I mean, he busts his ass out there and he earned everything that he gets. I I hope to see him continue to succeed in the major leagues. I don't know where he fits into this team long term. No, I don't either. But I mean, if he ends up being a Brock Holt somewhere else or here. I'm excited to watch him play out. Dude's what five eight, and he plays like he's six six. Yeah, I mean he's five foot eight, maybe like a hundred forty pounds. He has no. Oh, he's more than that. I mean, not much more. I mean. Oh, okay, but we're talking like nineteen eighties level, right there. Yeah, I mean that's Shape he's not player. that big, but good no. for Pablo. And then Nick Birdie, you know, I, I don't think many people had a really chance, a big chance to see what he can do as far as like accomplishment. But you did see the raw talent. I mean, the yeah. dude, the dude's got a good arm. He's got good stuff, and this one is more like Pablo. It's like we really hope he produces because the infield is the biggest weakness of the team. The bullpen, it's like yo, know, if if this doesn't work out, we're gonna be fine. Like we've yeah. got we've got everything we need for the bullpen. So mm -hmm. this is just adding, you know. Another million to Bill Gaines' bank account. Yeah, this is insult to injury. Yeah. I mean, the stuff looks great. It really... It, I mean, this was a kid who... Obviously, you can't make a relief pitcher one of your top prospects. Because, you know, he's not going to get enough playing time for it to be worth it. Yeah. But whenever he was with Minnesota before the Tommy John surgery, he's like, this kid is going to be something special. And they thought, you know, we could sneak him through because no one's going to want to rule five a, a Tommy John guy. Mm -hmm. And someone rule five to 20 <laughs> Tommy John guy. Yeah. So, uh, out of these two, who do you think has a chance to have a better impact on Pro the team? Probably Birdie, just because he has more clear playing time. Because Reyes, he's the third Something stringer. Something will have to happen for Reyes to, to be get an consistent player. playing time. Yeah. Because he's the third stringer everywhere besides center field, where he's the second stringer. Yeah. I mean, I like the guy. And even then, I could see Adam Frazier being moved to center. Yeah, and they could get well. They'll, they'll put Reyes yeah. in center since he's on the roster. But if he yeah. wasn't on the roster, yeah, they would yeah. put Frazier out in center field yeah. for a spot starter too. All right, so uh, I guess the la I, pretty much all the questions from this that we had coming into spring have been answered. Yes. Like, uh, but I guess the last one is who's going to be the fifth starter. So I'll I'll let you take this one. It's Jordan Lyles. I mean, not because it's merit-based. I mean, Neil's just said all along that Jordan was the guy coming in. He'd be the fifth starter. And even though Kingham and Broke pitched better than him this spring, it was still Jordan's job. Throughout so the Kingham makes the team. Kingham's the long reliever right now. The and Broke goes to Andy? Yeah. Unless they move, unless Lyle starts the year on the injury list, then 
Brault would be. Oh. So... He made the team. So... They haven't talked about this. Can you really get excited for Jordan Lyles, though? No. No, you Whenever can't. Whenever Gio Gonzalez is signing for, like, one million more... On a minor league deal. On a minor league deal. And Dallas Keuchel's still out there, which yeah. we're going to get into in a second. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, this this Jordan Lyles thing, it's... I feel like every year we have this one player for the Pirates where they're just forcing him on us. And we're just like, stop it. It's not working. Just stop it. And last year was Sean Rodriguez. You're just forcing it. It's like, stop trying to make fetch work. All right? <laughs> it's not happening. And so, stop trying to make Sean Rodriguez a good baseball player again. It's not so happening. So Jordan Lyles going to be my have to talk about him every I mean, podcast this year? I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope this guy ends up being like Liriano circa two, 2013 or whatever. Or what is it? Edison Volquez or all these guys that they revived their careers here. But like we haven't had a, rec- a successful starter reclamation project in how long? Hap? Yeah. There you go. So, and that was for two months in yeah. 2015. Well, they, they a re- lot's changed since then. A guy who really is a reality that. TV yeah. star is now our president. Uh, you know, players are signing 400 million dollar contracts. Our pets' heads are falling off. It's, Cats it's, and it's, dogs it's, living together. Yes. All right. So, back to Dallas Keuchel. He's still a free agent. Yes. I would love to see him on the Pirates. I think everyone would. Everyone would. Well, not not everyone. Everyone in Pittsburgh would. Everyone who wouldn't have to sign the check. Yes. And so I'm thinking of different ways that we could get him on the Pirates. And okay. if Bob Nutting's listening, I'm going to give you this idea for free. You hear that, Bobby? Costs you no money. I know you love that. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at the giveaways this year. Mm-hmm. They've got some good ones. they got a lot of bobbleheads. They've got a, a cardigan. A cardigan. On April 17th, on a 1 o'clock game... A Mr. Rogers. Uh, yeah, right. like, I think it's to honor Mr. Rogers or whatever, because that's, like, probably when the movie will be coming out. Um, weird time to give it out, still, in August at 1 o'clock. But, nonetheless, sweet giveaway. A hoodie. They're doing hoodies. And, of course, all the shirts and everything. And I just thought, what if you just do a sponsorship deal to sign a player? You go to W.B. Mason, or you go to Rivertown Brewing Company, or who else? Who else sponsors? Skyblast. And say, hey, rather than giving us some fireworks, or some t-shirts, or some bobbleheads, you give us all the money that you give us to promote your product, and we will use it to sign a player. And in exchange, that player has to have the sponsorship above their last name, or maybe just as a patch on their jersey. One, do you think the players go for this? I mean, and for, two, the, for the right price. For the right price, exactly. Yeah, I mean, at, to, quote, to quote the great NASCAR driver Ricky Bobby, this, <laughs> this sticker is sure inconvenient, but I do love Fig Newtons <laughs> when he has Fig Newtons I'm, on his windshield. <laughs> Thank you for making the Ricky Bobby joke. Yes. Because not a, that movie doesn't get enough love. That movie is his best. That's one of the best Will Ferrell movies. Top it, three. It really is. Um, go but ahead. Have you ever watched Idiocracy? A long time ago. Okay. Do you remember whenever... Uh, I like money. 
Yeah, the Secretary of the Interior. No, no, not sure it was Secretary of the Interior. But the other guy, you know, every time he said something, he's like, brought to you by Carl's Jr. It's like, why do you say that? Because it's a really good way of making money. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. And what's ironic is they probably did pay to have that in there. Right, no. like, in the script? No. No? no. <laughs> Every company pretty much hated that they were in idiocracy. Oh, that's true. All right, fair enough. All right, so anyway, we thought, okay, if this is how we're going to get Keiko, we thought maybe we do some other sponsorship deals to take that money off the books as well. So we thought of some sponsorships for current players on the Pirates uh, based off of uh, maybe want some brands that they could attach themselves to. Do you want to go first or should I? You know what? You came up with this bit. You go first. All right. So my first bit would be, or my first sponsorship would be Southwest Airlines for Clay Holmes because he's going to be up and down a lot this year. He's going to be getting a lot of frequent flyer miles. So I thought, why not, you know, make it a sponsorship deal. He gets to fly for free. Yeah. What do you got, Alex? I have got Trevor Williams for Twitter. Okay. I mean, great ambassador for the product, even though he's not on right now. But mm -hmm. whenever he's on, money. Yes. His gifts. I, I don't... The, the, the gifts every time they win never get old. They, you know exactly. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Wait, is he going to be able to tweet? He won't be able to tweet the Raise It gifts. Well, that's just during Lent. Yeah, but Easter's not until, like, April 15th. Really? Yeah. All right. It's on... It's on a... I, I never know. Yeah. I, I saw Easter schedule. just kind of comes up. They it's have like, a home it's game. It's, on, it's against the uh, Giants. Against the Giants. Then I'm sure he'll have a glorious April 21st. Yeah, or something like that. All right. So my next one, um, we're going to go with, uh, you know, we're stick with the travel route. And I hate to do this. Alex didn't want to do this one. I mean, you got to give Jung Ho the Uber sponsorship. I mean, it's just perfect. It's just perfect. Oh. I feel like I feel like I would hope that his Uber rating has got to be high because he's using it a lot. All right, okay. <laughs> Alex doesn't even want to go down that. No, road. I'm not going down that. Oh, uh, you, right. you you won't get off your high horse for Jung Ho. There's a swell guy that that he must be. So going on to my next <laughs> drive drunk once, shame on you. Drive That's drunk fun. twice, shame on you. Drive drunk three times, no baseball for a year. And change. And change. All right. Okay, so Chris Archer. I, everyone was really excited whenever he got, yes. got him. Kind of a bigger letdown than Fruit Stripe gum. Oh. oh. The gum. Oh. Yep, the gum. You, you, when you're a little kid, you get it in the line at Walmart, mm -hmm. and then uh, you take a couple bites. It's going to be delicious. It, it looks so oh. colorful. Everyone has fallen victim to that gum. So, well, well, now that we're on the top of, topic of gum, I wanted to bring this up. All right. Uh, I went to Dick's Sporting Goods today. I need to get a scorebook because I'm starting to cover high school baseball again. Um, and I was walking through the baseball section. I don't know if you saw my tweet or not. It's getting some, it's <laughs> yeah. getting some decent likes. Love looking at the new gloves, the bats. That was a staple of my childhood, as I'm sure it was for years. Every time you go out to Dick's, you got to check out. Even if it's not baseball season, even if you don't need any of it, you just want to see what they got. The new oh, Nakona yeah. gloves, the new Easton Stealth. When we were kids, those were... Remember the Easton Stealth? 
you were guaranteed to hit it. An OPS, you're guaranteed to have an OPS of at least 950 if your parents could fork up $250 for the new East and stuff. <laughs> That's what was holding me back. Yep. I thought it was because I was like four foot six and oh, like 90 pounds go. in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, um, I uh, dabbled in a big part of my childhood when it came to baseball. I got some big league chew today. Uh, and I forgot how much, it, how easy it is just to eat that shit. Like I just straight up eat it, like I just I just eat it. It's like candy. I don't know why, but I was wondering if I'm the only one who does this. Yes, I've swallowed at least four pieces of it, like just like big wads of gum. Some of it I've chewed. I've been chewing it all day. Like I was covering the game, so I chewed a couple pieces there and I spit that that I spit it out. But there's been times today where I, I have I have half a stomach full of big league chew right now. And I can't be the only one who does this. Whenever you die and they do your autopsy, you're going to be like one of those beach whales that has all this styrofoam that's undigestible <laughs> in their say, stomach. Or like the turtle that has like the pop can plastic like in their stomach. Yes. Um, oh. Ugh. Nah. Nah. That's... I mean, I don't always swallow it. I'd say it's like 50-50. That's still 50 too much. You don't swallow gum. Ew. It's it's not even gum. It's just candy. It's good. All right. Now Jim Belton made that. Next, who? Jim Belton. Ball four. Oh, huh. yeah. Cool. It's the fiftieth anniversary. There you go. Year. All right. Synergy. Uh, and my last guy uh, is Gregory Polanco, and I tried to mix in the hot coffee with either McDonald's or Starbucks, but in the end, it's a different fast food chain, uh, White Castle. See, this is, this, I did, I, I kind of try to talk Alex out of this. I do not. Because they are. We're really reaching here. Because they are terrible sliders. Terrible sliders. Yes. All right. So, that's interesting. <laughs> you just gave the exact same look that I gave you for the Jung Ho's. So, Jung Ho's is true. Like, he, like, drove drunk a whole bunch of times. Now he can't drive a car anymore. So, he needs Uber. That's appropriate. I don't, I'm not going to go easy on him because it's like, I'm not oh, going easy poor on Jung him Poor Jung Ho, he couldn't come to America because he almost killed a family driving a I'm car. I'm not going easy yeah. on him. No. I, I hope he gets booed his first at bat back. I said it. Let's find out. We're going to find it. out in a couple days. I know, we will. And like a week from today. All right, and my last one, it's the easiest one, Redbeards. Redbeards yeah. sponsoring Colin Moran. Uh, you know... A very average bar for a very average player. <laughs> that should be the slogan. I would love Colin Moran to go into a bar and just see him like order an apple teeny or some really elaborate drink. Chris Mack like and that. I had the joke last year that Colin Moran's had the same dinner every night for the last seven years. Uh, probably. It's like chicken, rice, and like like green beans, and sometimes he switches to like um, like <laughs> corn <Yeah. laughs> or something like. Yeah. Like, I, we also said that his wife probably doesn't know he's a professional ball player. Like, she just <laughs> thinks he has a late job. It's, like, seasonal work. Like, he must be, like, like an electrician or something. Or, what? I don't even know what it would be. Like, the opposite of, like, a PennDOT employee. Like, he's just busy during the spring and summertime. He's like, how was work, honey? It was all right. And he just eats his dinner and goes to bed. All right, so now we are going to move on to the season preview. That's coming up right now.
All right, regular season set to start on Thursday. So we got to do a season preview. Yep. We're going to run through all the divisions. We're going to give you our division winners, our wild card teams, our World Series preview, mm -hmm. uh, maybe some award winners, and of course we're going to give you our predictions for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And uh, you can record this on your phone while you're listening, and then you can laugh at us. old takes expose us mm -hmm. uh, when we're a hundred percent wrong at the end of the year. Which I'm sure I will be Alex. Will Who probably... would have thought that the Miami Marlins were gonna the do... Miami Marlins beating the beating White Barbara Streisand oh. <laughs> in the World Series? It was a wild season. Oh, the Oliver Perez led <laughs> the big deal at the end of the deadline. Oliver Perez goes to. I don't even know where I'm going with this. Let's just get on to. Oh, okay, yeah. I've I've had a very long day. Mike Trout went to the Marlins. Oh wow. Yeah, they 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 missed having a three hundred plus million dollar contract on their payroll, so they said, "Let's get another one." Mm. All right, we'll start off NL Central. Who you got, Alex? I've got the Cardinals. I think Goldschmidt was the most clear need that any team in the division had this year was a corner infielder for the Cardinals. They got it with Paul Goldschmidt. They extended him too, so that's got to be a real fun guy to watch through the rest of his. Prime years. I mean, they, it's not like we've seen a beast first baseman for the Cardinals no, dominate no. the National League Central for a decade. No. So, it, they have one of the quietly good rotations in baseball. I don't think it's as good as the Pirates are. It's not as loud. It's not as loud, but Mikolas is solid, and uh, Martinez is solid. There's Waka Waka Waka. That bullpen's real strong. It it looks like a complete team. I think that's the team to beat in the division. I agree, and that's what. Not I, to mention, they actually have a real manager now. They don't yeah, have that's, Matheny holding them back. I a think that days. last year they peaked a little early. Um, you know, when they went on that run, they obviously did not make the playoffs. But I, re I mean, the Cardinals always have a, a weird group of young guys that just seem <laughs> to be able to contribute, and they go anywhere else. Eh. You never know. You don't really see much of them. They have good moments here or there, but they just gel well as a ball club. And like you said, they got that new manager. I think now that it's his first season to start, they're gonna ready or they're gonna hit the ground running. They've got a good pitching staff. They've got you know a really good lineup, and they added the best first base and baseman in baseball to it. So. Uh, yeah, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with, and yeah. I think they win the. I think they win the division. It's not going to be easy. I think it is the deepest division in baseball. Yeah. I would say, uh, at least in the National League, and uh, but I think they take it. So we both agree, Cardinals. Mm. National League East. We're a little different on this one. Uh, I will start. I'm going to go with the Phillies. I know that's the the chalk pick with mm -hmm. with Harper, McCutcheon, Real Muto. Who else am I forgetting? Oh, Gene Segura. Yeah, Segura. Um, and then on top of a Robertson. Pretty, yeah, and on top of a pretty talented team already. I still think they need a closer. Uh, but all around, I mean, the Phillies were competitive for three fourths of the season last year. Harper, McCut and like all the names we just mentioned, should be enough of a shot in the arm to get them to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. At least I would hope so. Um, the dynamic of Harper versus the Philly media, and more more importantly, the Philly fans, is going to be an interesting one to watch. But he always seems to start the season well. 
And that's the key. Like, you need to get off on a good note. Like, McCutcheon, I worry about that guy. Because he didn't sign a small contract, and we know how his seasons start. So, I don't know if he's going to be, you know, loved there immediately. But I, I think Harper Harper always seems to have a good beginning of the year. So I think the Phillies will win the division again. I think there will be a, uh, some competition in this division. I think it'll be kind of similar to the National League Central. I see the Central being more of a four-team race. This will be a three-team race uh, with the Phillies coming out on top. And I know the Phillies got Harper, they got McCutcheon, but the best signing in that the Mets signed all those guys. <laughs> Yeah. The best transaction any team in the division made this year was Josh Donaldson to the Braves. One and year. I, and I think Atlanta's going to be winning that division. They have the best young core to build upon. They add a guy who can legitimately compete for MVP at third base if he regains his form. It's, it looks like a complete team. I know they Where's kind of... Pitching? Where's their pitching? I, I don't know. It's not great, but that position player core is so, so good. I could see them being like the Brewers last year. I could see the Braves putting something similar together like that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, this is... It's the best offense, I think, in the NL by the end of the year. I mean, I I think with the Braves, there's a big question of just like... You had so many young guys, and now that it... it, To steal a Clint Hurdle saying, the league's going to punch back. And I, I don't really worry about... Acuna as much. I think that's like a you're like a generational talent where, you know, he might stump a little bit early, but he'll figure it out. But someone like Ozzy Albies, who was so, so, so good early on, and then he kind of slowed down in the second half. What's Is he going to be like a Jock Peterson where he just, you know, cools off and is Man. just this hot and cold player forever? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Braves to make the playoffs. I just don't think they're going to win more games than the Phillies. All right. All right, so uh, National League West. Go ahead, Alex. I, I've got the Dodgers. Okay. I mean, long live the Kings still. Uh, my first wild card is the Rockies, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of teams are sleeping on them, and maybe I am too for not having them win the division. But the Dodgers are just the most complete team in baseball. Their only real weakness I could see would be, like, catching. And even then, they aren't exactly terrible. There isn't a part of this team where you're like, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. They're going to have to clearly upgrade this midseason. This is such... They have a death star, basically, of talent right now. They're good. And they're I mean, gonna they're have, loaded. They're going to have three war players fighting for playing time. Yeah. Or guys who would be three war on many other teams. I'm going to go uh, Rockies winning the division, yeah. just to be different. I, uh, sometimes stuff happens in baseball and it doesn't make sense. You know, Sports Illustrated had a cover of the Mets' dream rotation and it never worked out. The next year they had a cover about the Nationals being the World Series favorites. And then they lost the division to said Mets' dream rotation mm-hmm. that didn't work out. Um, yeah. they went to the World Series. It didn't really one, work out. Yeah, it, it didn't. I mean, none of them are there anymore, aside from two of them. They're all there still, for the Mets. Harvey's not. Alright, Harvey's not, but Thor is, DeGrom is, Mats is. Oh, I guess so. Is Wheeler still there? Wheeler? Oh, I guess. They're there in presence, but not much else. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright, anyway, I, I, I could I totally forgot those two are still there. Wow. 
Wheeler finally put it all together. He had a decent. Half. Yeah, had a decent year last year. Second um, half of the season, especially. He was almost Williams esque. So the Rockies, the Rockies are my pick. I don't know how they do it. I don't know why they do it. But I got a feeling. Do you know why they do it? Why? Because they signed Daniel Murphy, who is could have been a pirate. He's should have been a the, pirate. That type of fly ball hitter, he's gonna thrive in Coors Field. That's free fantasy advice if anyone, you know... Do you play fantasy baseball? I used to. I really don't anymore, though. There was a stretch where I made the World Series three years in a row, and I Buffalo Bills it. Oh, the no. Or the championship. And it, and it, you hate to see it. It kind of broke me. And then I went back the fourth year, and I sucked, and I gave up in mid-August. It's like, I'm done. All right, so my wild card teams are the Atlanta Braves mm-hmm. and... The Milwaukee Brewers. I am leaving out the Los Angeles Dodgers. That the is bold. back-to-back National League champion, Los Angeles Dodgers, not making the playoffs. I think injuries, I think to an extent time, and to uh, I think some of these guys are just going to have bad years. Uh, and I think that, you know, I'm not going to say they're going to have a losing season, but I think, you know, last year they their regular season wasn't that great. They, they went under- like 89, They 90 underachieved games. all year last year. Yeah, so I think they repeat that this year, and the Rockies win enough where it doesn't come down to a one-game playoff. And uh, they, they win, they, they lose the division, and the Braves and the Brewers win enough games where the Dodgers miss the playoffs. Another team that I have missing the playoffs, and I believe you do as well, Chicago Cubs. Yeah. That's this is the year I think that the car the Cubs start tumbling down. They haven't been able to produce any pitching, and I know they just signed Hendricks to that long term contract, but that rotation does not look good. No, it did it did in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, this would be the best rotation in two thousand fourteen. But Hamels, I don't know if he could put it together the entire year. Darvish is injured all the time anymore. Uh, John Lester's still a thing. Lester is Lester really was a house of cards like throughout the first half of the season that came tumbling down in the second half. Uh, Quintana has not been a good fit in Chicago. Well, on the north side. On the north side, yes. Yeah. So I, they just don't have the pitching. And whenever you look at this, the whole team in general, like, okay, they have got three... MVP hit, candidates. Well, they've they got can't hit Bryant, home runs anymore. They've got Bryant, they got Baez, they got Rizzo. Those are two MVP candidates and an all-star right there. But I look at the rest of this team, and it's like, yeah, it's Wellington Castillo, that's a pretty good player. Jason Hayward, yeah, that's pretty good. Kyle Schwarber, yeah, yeah that's Hap. pretty good. Hap's not making the team out of spring training. No? No, he's getting demoted. They're just like a bunch of guys who... Whip your boy. They are being carried I think by three guys, and if anything happens to Baez, Bryant, or uh, Rizzo, like last year, Bryant was gone for a little bit, and it cost him the division. Yeah. If that happens again, game over. It, it, this was going to be a dynasty, but without the pitching. So I think the Cubs' best days are behind them. Do the Pirates finish ahead of the division in yes. the Cubs? Yes. I agree. All right, well, we need your wild card picks real quick. You said the yes. Rockies are your first one. Who's your second team? The Nationals. Ooh, so you have the Brewers. You have the Brewers and the Cubs. Missing the playoffs. Missing the playoffs. And not to mention the Mets 
also who are like a real... The Mets aren't going to win more than 81 games. It's the Mets. They're going to collapse. Yeah, That's like, what the this Mets is, do. This is like... Yeah. That's what the Mets do. The Mets are the Washington Redskins of the NFL. <laughs> yes. That's a good way of putting it. With the, without the problematic name. Yes. Uh, but yeah, the Nats, they've got the rotation. I'm... This is still a really good team. I don't think Harper was really that big an impact for them last year. And, and Soto... Yeah, their, their outfield so, depth isn't really hurting with Juan Yeah, I think Soto. Soto will have a bigger year than Harper will this year. Oh, I don't know about that. Like, power numbers-wise, I don't know about that. But I think... Just overall, I like think Like, so. war? You think his war yeah. will be higher than... Yes. That's not a horrible take. I, I don't know. I mean, I his, would defense, rather, his defense will certainly help him in that compared to Harper's. Yes. But I don't know. I mean, Harper, to me, I still think is a very good baseball player that people... I, I think so. Not so. Harper's like when people say you had so a sh- much when people say you had a horrible year after he hit thirty four home runs last year. Like he couldn't field to save his life, though. Who cares? Who cares? Every Scott Hatterberg couldn't field, and he hit a home run at the end of the movie, and probably made you cry. All right. So <laughs> Only our our snubs, obviously the Cubs. Like we talked about, I said the Dodgers. Alex says the Brewers. Those yep. would be significant ones. Um... I guess we'll just talk about the Pirates. What's your record for the Pirates this year? 85 and 77. You son of a bitch. I'll go 84 and 78. Were you really 85 and 77? (laughs) I I just did another. I did, uh, I was on the Joey Bag of Donuts podcast at 8.30. He had me on. I'm pretty confident I said exactly that number. Uh, okay, well... No, 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 no well, we're, we're in a group chat, and I said 85 and 77 like two days ago, so that wasn't me just, you know... No, no, I believe you. I believe yeah. you. You, didn't, you weren't dropping in on my interview. Like, I, that's just... <laughs> I was speaking... We're, what's, we're, what's Noah saying? We got, we got a lot... We well, got weird brains, man. We think a lot of the same stuff. <laughs> but we kind of agree that this is a team that's good, better than last year. And whenever the season wraps up, we're going to be like, man, if they would have signed one more player, they would have been a playoff team. That is going to be a fun offseason next year. But here's the thing. A whole lot of complaining. It's going to be frustrating. However, I wrote an article on the Pirates Guide. I'm sure you probably skipped right over it and you went on to Alex's stuff. But So let me tell you about it. <laughs> um, and one of it, it was called... I wrote it. I don't need to read it. No, no. I'm saying the, the listeners skipped oh, over okay. it. Oh, okay. Um... They, they went right to your stuff, is what I'm saying. Um, it's, it's about, like, how this past year was the bridge year that needed to happen in 2016. The transition of the new core from the old core. Or vice versa. The old yeah. core to the new core. Um, I think that it, finishing with a better record, even though we wouldn't ma- the Pirates would not make the playoffs, is still important. You need to keep the progress moving forward. You need to see guys... Take that next step. You need to see Adam Frazier adjust to being an everyday player. You need to see Polanco put two solid seasons together, back-to-back. You need to see guys like Musgrove, guys like Williams, guys like Archer settle in to Pittsburgh. I mean, everyone in the rotation. Really, I mean, it's still a very raw ball club. Yeah. When it's all said and done. And if you can continue to build that foundation... Next year, and I know it's horrible to already be talking about next year when opening day is less than 48 hours away, but if you can get 85 wins, maybe they'll invest next year. And that way, 
we won't have to continue and think in the back of our head. If this team wins 90 games, we'll still be thinking. Wow. Imagine how many wins they'd have if they would have just made one more signing. If they win 100 games, we'll be thinking the same thing. Unless they win the World Series, everyone will have that in the back of their mind. Maybe if they can continue to move forward and get that bridge here, even if I don't think they will make the playoffs, I just think the National League is too loaded. But I do think that they will take a step forward, and I think that's good, as long as they stay healthy. If Tyone gets hurt, they're screwed. Yeah, I mean, if Tyone gets hurt, if Archer pitches like he did, uh, last I think there's year. a way around. There's a way around. They can they can make it through every other player getting injured, <clears throat> aside from Tyone and Marte. I think those are the two that that would kill them. Because I, Dickerson, I think that you could you could move you can shuffle the infield around. You could put Frazier out in left field or in right field. But Tyone and Marte, I think, are the two guys where it's just that. Obviously, Bell's got to have a big year. Yeah, Bell is the guy. I just dubbed him the most important pirate. Yeah, he's the, because, he's the X factor. Because if he has a big year, it's like okay, he can make this offense go from average-ish looking to really good or. Mediocre. I will say this though. My prediction for the Pirates 80, 85, 86 to 84 wins. Uh, and I will say that they will be in wild card contention until the final week of yeah. the regular season. And I'll that is something that, you know, it's, it's no October, but it's a reason to flip between the Pirates and the 9 and 7 Steelers to be. Yeah. All right. Generous with the 9 and 7. Yeah, I think they'll still be okay. Okay. Okay, and what's your official standings for the NL Central, I guess? Uh, I'll go... Cardinals, Pirates, Brewers... Pirates second! Pirates second. Over the Brewers? You don't think the the Brewers are going to win more than 85 games? No. The pitching's that bad? The pitching's that bad. I think Yelich... Yelich was great last year. I love Christian Yelich. I've just decided. Babbitt is way too high for me to view him as a serious every year MVP candidate. He did it last year. Good for him. I think that was his big year. I think that would be. I think that's the peak of his career. Well, you know how those uh, MVPs in Milwaukee go. You know, the next year some stuff comes out about them, and they blame some people. They accuse some people of lying. They weren't lying, and and Matt Kemp just got. Left at the altar for hitting what, like thirty nine <laughs> homers and stealing forty bases. <laughs> yeah, what a beast! Oh well, um, so that's that's crazy. So you have the Brewers finishing third, Cubs Brewers fourth, and Reds last. Reds, I'm not buying. No, Reds will be the central version of the Mets. Pretty much fake, and they'll trade a lot of players at the trade deadline will, and make out like bandits. Tweet will be, be back in LA by July. <laughs> he, he didn't even he didn't even sell his apartment. They said just just hang on. We're we're bringing you back here. I buddy. like it better he goes to Anaheim. Okay. There you go. Could Puig, you imagine Puig and Trout I would watch a sitcom of Puig and Trout. It's like an odd couple type of It'd be like two and a half men. Like who would you have as like the child in that? Uh, Puig would be Charlie Sheen. Trout is uh, the other guy, like the nerdy brother, mm-hmm. and then the young kid would be like I don't know Pablo Reyes, <laughs> yeah, or some <laughs> prospect, Fernando Tatis Jr. out in San Diego. All right, so uh, yeah, I'll go Pirates. I go St. Louis, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, Chicago, 
Cincinnati as my okay. National League Central standings. Uh, a NLCS matchup. Oh, uh, the Atlanta Braves defeat the St. Louis Cardinals. I know that that chant's kind of problematic, but it gets me excited to hear it in October. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, when Acuna hit that grand slam in the one playoff game that they won last year, and you just saw the chop going, I mean, my dad hates it because he was alive for the Sid Bream stuff. But, like, me, I just think of, like, growing up watching John Smoltz and Chipper Jones and... Andrew Jones, and, man, I mean, that's baseball, man. That's baseball. Yeah. All right, so sure. I, I'll go the Cardinals defeat the, I'll go Cardinals over the Brewers. Little. Little NL Central. All right, that'll be fun. Yeah, and that's not going to be my only interdivision championship series. Foreshadowing. All right. So, AL, we'll go through this one a little faster just because yeah. we don't have I'm just going to rattle off. This is pretty straightforward. Division yes. winners, I've got the Red Sox. I got the Yankees, but nonetheless, both of them are going to win over 97 games. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland. Yes. Who else? Yeah. The Twins are the only ones who have a prayer, and they're not going to do it. Yep. And the Astros. Yes. And for my wild cards, I've got the Yankees. I've got the Red Sox. And I've got the race. As do I. Poor Oakland. Yeah. I like Oakland a lot. I like Oakland too. They just don't have the starting pitching. Nope. Billy Beans. And I know last year they got by with Edwin Jackson of all people and guys like <laughs> yeah. that. But yeah. I, I, I hope you could do it again. But I just well, I mean, Oakland's already at a disadvantage if you think about it because they're zero and two right now. So yeah. Yeah, you got to count them out when we're doing a preview. When we're doing our season preview show and they are already in last place, yeah, you can't put them <laughs> in the playoffs. That's just that's just how it's got to be. All right, so give me your ALCS matchup. I have the Yankees defeating the Astros. It's a good series. A little mm -hmm. payback from 2017. How many games you got that going? Oh, I don't know. Let's okay. say seven. Let's make it interesting. Because I got mine. I predicted this at the end of last year's championship series. I got the Yankees beating the Red Sox in seven games. Boston needs to be taken down a peg so bad. Their basketball team is falling apart right now because of Kyrie Irving. And then they're going to try to trade Jason Tatum, I think, and it's, that's going to ruin everything. Their hockey team is good. But they have a lot of old veterans who are not going to be around much longer. Their football team, let's face it, their coach and quarterback, eventually they got to die. <laughs> their baseball team is the team. You went for, went for die instead of retire. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're never going to retire. Um, their baseball team is the one that I think has the, the greatest chance to continue winning for a very long time. But... I'm rooting so hard for a Yankees revival. It is time that the Yankees get themselves off the ground, wipe some dust off their jacket, crack their knuckles, and punch back to a Boston team that has legitimately dominated this rivalry since Kurt Schilling put on a bloody sock. Yeah. I mean, it's been so one-sided. They've won four World Series titles. Since then. 
And I, I know it's, it's just it is crazy to think of how dominant Boston, a team that got ragdolled by New York for almost a century, is now the Kings. I mean, they're playing Frank Sinatra, New York. That was the, the first time it actually felt like a rivalry in a long time. Like, for 15 years, it didn't feel like... Maybe it was because we were spoiled. And we grew up in 03 and 04. Yeah, Whenever the dude, rivalry like, was A-Rod actually... A-Rod fighting Veritek, and yeah. Yes. That was the height of heights. <laughs> Pedro Martinez throwing... Oh, man. <laughs> throwing good old Don But for Zimmer. two years, it was like a legitimate... They hated each other. Yes, it was a legitimate rivalry. Seven games in the ALCS back-to-back years. Ended on a walk-off home run one year. The next year it ended on a the most improbable comeback in sports history. Yes. I mean, that was great. Yeah. But since then, like, oh, Johnny Damon went from the Red Sox to the Yankees. And, uh, well. They played each other a couple times. Like, yeah. once or twice. In They're the really trying to hype up, like, remember how good this rivalry was? It's like, it's not a rivalry anymore. No, it is. That, it still that, is. They New, still York, hate New York was the first time they in a hate long each other. time. They hate each other. They, they felt like they were actually flipping the finger to one another. When people care about Tyler Austin fighting someone, there's a rivalry behind it. That's just how it is. I will say, though, also, Red Sox traditionally do pretty well winning World Series the first 18 years in a century. But not after. Ooh. Ooh! <laughs> the Red Sox are going to trade Mookie Betts, and he's going to... It'll be the opposite. So Mookie Betts will be a pitcher, except he will pitch in a bowling style because he's an awesome bowler. Perfect game. Yep. So, so I got the Yankees going to the World Series against the St. Louis Cardinals, and I have the Cardinals defeating the Yankees in six games. And I've got the Yankees going also. I'm, I don't think they're going to be as good as the Red Sox ever won 62, but over these short series with that bullpen they've assembled, they're going to be unbeatable. Yankees beating the Braves. I think It's going to be a mid-90s World Series. You have them winning the World Series. I have them losing. I think that this October, Aaron Judge cements himself on the same level as he, he quote-unquote earns his pinstripes this October. I'm excited to see him. I'm excited for this baseball season to go get going. Let's real quick uh, run through the gauntlet of awards. Real quick, Alex. MVP, National League, and American League. Uh, Trout for the AL. Wow. I know, Wild. so brave. So brave. And in the NL, jeez, uh, I haven't put enough thought into this. Uh... Arenado finally gets one. All right, I'm going to go different in the AL. I'm going to go Francisco Lindor, just because the Indians haven't done anything. Uh, so them winning the division might get a little bit more attention. And uh, I think Lindor's, with J-Ram hurt to start the year, uh, yeah, I like I like Frankie Lindor to win the American League MVP. The National League MVP, uh, I'll go with Paul Goldschmidt. Why the hell not? Yeah. I mean, his team, I said... He probably deserved one in Arizona. Yeah, for real. And, I, I mean, he's in a, he is in a baseball town through and through now. Yeah, I'll go... Paul Goldschmidt wins the National League MVP. Cy Young's, NLAL. Uh, Freeland for the NL. Okay. Out of Colorado. And then... A Colorado Rockies Cy Young signing, winner. Let's yes. think about that for a second. All so right. maybe I should have made the Rockies my division champion if I'm giving them the MVP. MVP and, Cy, and the Cy, Cy Young. Young. You're just going to have them lose in the one-game playoffs. Yes, <laughs> how sad would that be? All right. Um, and in the AL, I'm going to go with Verlander. 
He's still got it, huh? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go the American League Cy Young winner. I will go with, you know, I'll go Garrett Cole. I think uh, I think it's time this to pass the torch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had a strong case last year. I mean, he wasn't the best, but he was really good. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Garrett Cole takes over as the ace. Verlander takes a step back. And, uh, yeah, Garrett Cole wins the American League Cy Young, National League Cy Young. I will go with uh, Aaron Nola of the Philadelphia Phillies. That's a good pick. Yes, I, I think that uh, I, my prediction is the Phillies are going to have the best record in the National League, and Aaron Nola is going to need to win the Cy Young for them to do that, I think, you know, with their rotation. Yeah. Uh, he just needs to do what he did again last year. Rookie of the Year, American League, National League. Who you got? Tatis. Tatis Jr.? Yeah, especially since he's making the roster opening day. Good for the Padres. They're spending money. And they're saying, forget your stupid Super 2s, we're getting this guy up here, and he's playing ball. I agree. Yeah. I like that pick, too. Uh, American League. I mean, it has to be the kid in Chicago, right? No. Who? I got Vlad, Gr- Vlad Jr. Oh, that's true. I, it's Vlad. I, I changed my mind. It's no, Vlad. no, you picked the Chicago guy. <laughs> I mean, like, again, like, I know, like, he's not up now, but, like, Vlad Jr. would have won the American right, League right, yeah, I'll go. Rookie of the Year last year if he was up. Um, manager of the Year. Uh, It'd have to be the Nationals guy for you, right? No. Dave Martinez, I could win. I could lead the Nationals to a wild card berth. He couldn't last year. I, that's my whole thing. I think he's a terrible manager, which uh, is why they win a wild card. Instead of, you know, actually the division again. Uh... <sighs> Snicker. Who? In Atlanta. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Council. Council? Yeah, I just think he's a good manager. Probably should have won it last year. Yeah, and uh, my American League, I'll go with, um, who's the Rays manager? Cash. Yeah. I'll double down on that. Yep. Straight Cash, homie. And, uh... So is that... That's it. That's about it. Oh, and then World Series MVP. Oh. Uh, Britain. Zach Britain. I'll go way stupid with the wild card for this. wild. Um, If Zach Britain wins the World Series MVP. I'll go Harrison Bader. (laughs) That's that's only a little less preposterous (laughs) than mine. Yep, so there we go. All right, Alex. uh, Any... Final, any other wild predictions that we, I feel like we've covered a lot. Oh, biggest name to be traded. Oh. Um. Puig. Wow, so big cop out on your end, isn't it? Yes. Um, I'll go because with. Because he's the biggest name. I don't think he'll be the best player, but he'll be the name. biggest name. Hmm. My biggest name to be traded will be. What? Robinson Cano. Wow. Yep. And how much of that money will the Mets have to eat? Uh, about 75% of it. <laughs> and here's the thing. You're laughing because you're like, you don't think like, you're not thinking like, 
that could happen, you're like, man, that's that shit's happening. Like I, tomorrow. I would love it to happen. <laughs> like that's happening tomorrow. I would love for the Mets to collapse like, and panic at like Robinson Cano. Robinson Cano will be a Dodger by May 14th. Like it will be <laughs> so soon. Like the Mets will start off like like 10 and 30, and they're just gonna be like. Abortment, Shane, abortment, Jake DeGrom, you're a Yankee. No center guard, you're an angel. Like, <laughs> and then the Mets trade Cano in the offseason. <laughs> eating some cash. So by the end, like, half the leagues pay for Robinson Cano's contract. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say Robinson Cano. That would be wow. so funny. That would be so funny if that happens. All right. It is, I, just, I just had no respect for the Mets. I'm sorry. And it's opening pitch, and that's the end of the Mets season. Yep, they they are the true fruit stripe gum. gum. Oh. oh, all right, Alex. Any final thoughts? No, I'm glad I used the Pablo Sanchez theme in a very royalty. I, I again, I would have preferred some uh, fair life, use life of Pablo. But anyway, we would get we would have been struck with the copyright. That's claim. true. That's true. We probably shouldn't for that also, but eh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alright, well, I will say that I am excited to do another season of Red Blast Podcast with you. I'm excited for our listeners. I'm excited for some baseball. We're going weekly again also. We are. We're going back to segments. Segments and interviews and everything. Yes. It's going to be the good old format that made you guys fall in love with our wonderful voices and show. Um, So yeah, be sure to follow us on Twitter. We're going to run our Twitter account, hopefully. Uh, a little bit more seriously this year, and uh, be sure to follow us on our personal accounts at Alex J. Stump, at Noah underscore Hiles 95, and as we always say, if you're at the game, hit us up. We would love we would love to come interact with anyone who's a listener. You know, we would, yes. you know, like, we're there for work, obviously, we can't stick around for long, but we'd love to meet you, shake your hand, and just talk baseball with you for an inning or two, you know, and, uh... Just meet the people who listen to us talk about this awesome game. So, until next time, we will sign off saying, as we always do, let's go Bucks.